Those are some of the things that we get to do as a leader. We get to decide and create the feel that we want. But in the end, we have the same opportunities. If we want to have the magic, that momentum that we're seeking, we have to decide what we want our culture to be. And then we have to seek wonderful people that want to be a part of that vision and then help to use their unique abilities so that we can accomplish the great things that we want at work. I'm Clint Hoops, and this is the Unrivaled Man Podcast. The Unrivaled Man is where we help businessmen like you be the unrivaled leader in their work and home. We're revealing the perspective you've been missing to upgrade your identity and become better husbands, fathers, family men, and business owners. Let's get started. Welcome to the Unrivaled Man Podcast. So excited to have you here today. I'm just grateful that I made it here today. We actually just moved this last week. So I'm just grateful that I was able to get all the recording equipment, everything all set up to be able to record the show this week. If you hop on YouTube, you can actually see the video version of this podcast. And so if you go on YouTube and see the video version, you can see my normal background behind me. And what you can't see is just outside the frame, are a bunch of boxes, stacks of boxes. And I always have to remember this. You know, whenever you see anything online, <laughs> you have to think, oh gosh, you see those perfect frames of just this perfect setup of wherever they're at, but you forget the chaos that can be just outside of the frame. And it's funny, that's how this week was for us. It's like, it was just, it was just a little bit of chaos. You know, a lot of chaos, in fact. Multiple days of moving late nights, so grateful to so many family and friends that actually came and, and helped us move some things. We were just moving across town, so it didn't seem like it was going to be too big of a deal, but you know, it always is more than you think. Any of you that have moved recently can probably sympathize with me and know, and know when you're moving things, you, you're carrying some of these boxes and you're thinking, what is in here? How come we have all of this stuff? And it's just funny. I have some boxes that are still still sitting here, like I said, and I'm thinking, you know what? If I don't need them in the next week or two, I probably shouldn't even open them. I should just get rid of them and just call it good. I have less things in my life. Anyway, it's kind of funny how your perspective changes on things when you move and when you do all these things. This is like, holy cow, what? What happened? Life is good though. Life is really good. I am so blessed to have my amazing wife, Angela. Angie, she is amazing. She just keeps us going. She keeps our family together, even amidst a lot of the chaos. And I think this keeps coming up on the show, how amazing she is, because she is, in fact, that amazing. She was on the show, oh, early on. And uh, I was just thinking today, actually, I'm like, man, we need to have her back on the show for another episode. She always has so many great insights that help me put these episodes together. And so we need to have her on again. But one of the reasons I bring her up today, in fact, is about the topic that we're we're talking about because she is so intuitive, right? She is so intuitive about the needs of our children. And I'm going to tell you a little bit more about that here in just a minute, about how intuitive she is with the needs of our children. And also, it just makes me think about just with us, with our own kids, and then also with employees and how we too can be 
be intuitive with these things. But first, I need to start with with a backstory here, a little bit of backstory. So a few months ago, I don't know exactly how long ago it was, but that new Disney movie came out, Encanto, right? So Encanto. So if you've seen Encanto, it is a story all about a magical family, right? But all of their magic is based around their home, right? So their home is this magic home, and there's a whole story behind it. So if you haven't seen it, go check out the movie. It's a great, great little show and has great music. And in the end, you know, so like many people in the world after this show came out, we have been listening to a lot of these songs for much of the time, especially right after the show came out. So we were listening to these songs all the time. And it was a ton of fun. What happened was, you know, in this movie with this magic house, most of the members of the family, right, all get it, receive a special gift from the house when they reach a certain age. And they receive the gift and they also get a door. And on the door, it's a magic door. It has, you know, kind of an image of them and some of the powers they can do. Kind of has a little symbol of what what they can do. So for the members of the family where they were old enough, most of the members of the family were able to to get one of these magic doors and had the magic that comes along with it. And all the magic is based around their family and around this magic house. So it's kind of fun. So once again, if you haven't seen if you've seen the show, you know exactly what I'm talking about. If you haven't, hopefully that's enough for you to get an idea. Magic house, people have a door that talks about their magic gift that they have. So in the end, what my wife did was kind of a fun little thing. She went ahead and actually in our house that we just moved from, actually, she put up a picture of each person in the family on their own door in the house. Now we have six children, two parents, so that's eight people. So in the end, she did it all upstairs. So they were all kind of all in the same place and there weren't enough bedrooms and not everybody's bedrooms are upstairs. So in the end, somebody had to have a closet door and another one had a bathroom door, but yeah, it was still fun. Right. And so she put a picture of each person in the family on their own door. Here was the deal. The goal was that for over the course of a few days for everyone to go ahead and put on each door, the gifts and the special things about everyone else in the family, right? So all of us were supposed to go to each other member of the family and put what we felt represented them and their special gifts and what made them special to us. And so it was just going to be for a few days, but in the end, we ended up having it up for several weeks because it was such a fun little thing there were all types of notes from everyone, notes and artwork and signs, and they were all created very specific to each person. You know, so pictures of people doing the things they love. If they love to mountain bike, if they love to draw, if they love to cook, if they love to do any number of things, those things all showed up as pictures on their door. If they were someone that were very kind in a very special way or had another special gift or a musical talent or any number of things, those all ended up in some way on their door. I'm telling you, it was incredible to see how much each person in the family was appreciated and loved by everyone else. It was it was such a fun thing. Now, I love this. Once again, my wife, she didn't just want our kids to know how unique and special they were, even though we do want them to know that because they are, right? Every child is. But she wanted 
to make sure that each of them knew that they were an essential part of our family, to make sure that we would not be the same without them, specifically them, right? Everyone was able to see everyone else's door. That was the fun part about it. You could see what everyone wrote about each other and you would read somebody else's door and it would make you think about something else that someone else had. And then it would be more and more ideas. And so there'd be more notes that would go up, more pictures that would go up, more special things. And people just kept getting more and more appreciated the more we were looking for those special parts of each family member. Now, like I said, we ended up leaving it there for several weeks. And over time, it did kind of dwindle, right? People putting up new things. But it was so fun how often you could see members of the family just up there reading the doors, just looking at their own door or looking at others' doors. And it was such a special thing. I was so grateful for my door and how intuitive my kids were, right? How intuitive my kids were about me and about what my special gifts are. And they were able to put those on my door. And it did. It made you feel great. It made you feel great to see those things written about you. Now, in the movie, what happened was, is the family began to have some kind of falling out in a few different things. And so the house actually began to kind of fall apart, began to crack. And the powers that everyone had, the gifts, the magic began to disappear. And, you know, I think about our families, right? And I also think about our families or our teams at work. And it made me think about how fragile the magic is, right? How fragile the magic is. You hear me speak on the show here sometimes about momentum. I call it unrivaled momentum, right? The momentum that we all are seeking for in life and at work. It's the thing that almost pushes us. It's the thing that we feel when things are going right, when the business is running on all cylinders, so to speak, when our culture feels great at work, when things feel good at home, right? When things seem to be flowing in the right way, I like to call that unrivaled momentum. And that is the magic. That is the magic. When we're not unified, but we're not on the same page at home specifically. We don't have that momentum. We don't have that feel, that flow that we're looking for. Now at home, it's a little different than it is at work. At home, if there's someone that's having a rough time or someone that's not being a great member of the team, we can't change our team at home and nor would we want to. It is our family and they are part of us. And so we do things different. No one is ever removed from the team from the family, right? Now, the thing is, is that work, it's a little different. You know, someone can be removed from the team. That changes things. It changes the feel. Those are some of the things that we get to do as a leader. We get to decide and create the feel that we want. But in the end, we have the same opportunities. If we want to have the magic, that momentum that we're seeking, we have to decide what we want our culture to be. And then we have to seek wonderful people that want to be a part of that vision and then help to use their unique abilities to make the team even better so that we can accomplish the great things that we want at work. 
But in the end, we must be unified. Just like at home, just like at work, for the magic to happen, the momentum to happen, we must be unified. Now, unified does not mean groupthink. It doesn't mean we want a bunch of yes men out there that are just going to go ahead and, and say yes to everything the boss man says. No, it's not that. In fact, healthy debate is needed, required for a team to be fully unified. Because once a decision is made, you need to be able to go forward unified. And the only way that anybody can feel good about going forward is when they've had a, they've had a chance to be heard, had a chance to be able to have their views heard. And if they disagree, they have had a chance to be able to express that, you know, specifically on a leadership team, a chance to be able to speak their piece about the strategic vision of the company. But if they feel unified and they feel like you're a part and they're a part of the great team and there is that magic, you can come away unified even when there was disagreement because they were able to have a chance to debate rigorously, right? We've had episodes in the past. We've talked about healthy debate and how healthy conflict often is the thing that can make a team the strongest, right? The same is true here. If you want to have the magic, you need to have the healthy debate. Like I told you, at our house, my wife put up on the doors all these wonderful things and encouraged all of us to do the same to remind each person how essential they are to our family, to our team. Now, you likely won't do this at work. I guess I guess you could though, right? But you likely won't do this at work. But you can take the time to ensure that the people at work are reminded of their gifts and their unique abilities so that they can use them to accomplish the vision of the organization. When they remember how wonderful they are, they will then want to use those unique abilities and they will begin to accomplish even more. Now, obviously, there are so many other pieces than just that, right? You need to have clarity of expectations. You need to have accountability. You need to have all of these other pieces that make up a great leader. So this is just one piece, one other arrow in your quiver as a leader of something you can do to help ensure that people remember how great they are. Also, reminding people of their unique abilities, their unique gifts, helps you as the leader also continue to place them in the right seats on the bus, right? Like Jim Collins says, he says, get the right people on the bus and the right people in the right seats. And the more you pay attention to the unique abilities of those on your team, the better you can match the tasks and the things that they do during the day and their responsibilities with those unique abilities. If you have the right person first, then they'll be. you can put them in the right seats with the right tasks and they'll have the best opportunity to succeed and surpass even your expectations for them. Now, something interesting about this is what about you as the leader of your department, of your organization, right? As an owner of the company, potentially, who is going to remind you as the leader how great you are and your unique abilities, right? This is up to you as the leader. To either do this for yourself 
or to find someone who can help you. Like I said, I've talked about this in the past where I've had my coaches in the past that have helped me be that person that I can talk to, that person that I am able to help have on my side to help remind me of where I can have the biggest impact on my people. Because as the leader, it is very difficult to keep that in mind. It's difficult to remember just how important your specific skills are, your unique abilities are to the success of the other people on your team. So if you have a coach, wonderful. If you don't, you can do this for yourself as well. Sometimes it's a little harder to do these things for yourself. It's harder to believe yourself fully, but you can recognize these things. You can see this. You know what you're good at. The name of the podcast is Unrivaled Man, and there are lots of reasons that the podcast is named Unrivaled Man. And one of them is because you are the unrivaled leader, the unrivaled man, the unrivaled father within your own home. You're irreplaceable at home. You are it. You are the one that fills your special role with your family as a husband and as a father. At work, no one has your view and your experience. That's the other reason you're the unrivaled man. You are the one that can help your people at work be able to be their best. Now, you know, as a leader, that when people can see the ways that they are essential and impactful to the organization, they're happier and they do more of it. They'll be more effective. Now, this includes you though. This also includes you. You're in the same boat. The more you can see how impactful and essential you are in helping the people on your team accomplish their greatest goals, the more you'll be able to be effective and impactful on the organization as a whole and being able to accomplish your vision and the vision of the company. So when it's you doing this for yourself, it takes a lot of reflection and it takes time to remember these things and to continue to play your best game. And you play your best game when you are playing around your unique abilities, like we said. So staying aware of what you're good at and doing those things more often and doing less of the things that you're not great at. Using your team to do those things. Gather people on your team that complement you. People that are good at the things that you're not. Sometimes as a leader, that can be intimidating to get people around you that are much better than you at very specific things. But that is one of the keys to having the magic, having the momentum is to gather people around you that are better than you, that have special gifts and special abilities and you help let them know it and they will continue to perform for you and for the company because that is where they're happiest and that is where they make the biggest impact. And you, you as the leader make your biggest impact in different ways than them in helping to remove barriers for them and helping them remember where they make the biggest impact, helping them stay focused, using metrics and measurements, using your communication to ensure that there's clarity on these things and keeping them out of the weeds can make all of the difference for your people. And you need the same for you. This is the key 
to gaining momentum in your business and gaining momentum in your life. This is the reason I've mentioned this a few times on the show. I have a new training called Unlocking Your Unrivaled Momentum. This training is super short, about 20 minutes long. You go to unrivaledman.com and you can get access to it instantly to go and check out this training. This will help take it even a step deeper to help you be able to look and see the ways that you can make the biggest impact in your life and in the lives of your family and in the lives of your employees, helping you accomplish all of these goals that you're looking to get so that you can gain that magic in your business. You can also go ahead, if you want to learn more about this, you can go ahead and send me an email at clint at clinthoops.com. And you can learn more ways there and I can help connect with you about other ways that I can help you overcome some of the challenges you might be experiencing in your business right now. And we can help you gain that momentum once again that you're seeking for. You got this. Now is the time for you to go and be the unrivaled man in your life. Thanks for joining me on this week's episode of the Unrivaled Man Podcast. I'm Clint Hoops, and if this show has impacted you, please share it with a friend or leave a review on Apple Podcasts.